And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. How have you been? If you don't know, you are listening to the hottest, most thought-provoking internet radio podcast, which is broadcast each and every Saturday. You are listening to Vintage Soul Radio. And listen, if you're listening to Vintage Soul Radio, you are listening to the voice of the man, the myth, the legend, the individual that they call Mr. I Can Do All Things Through Christ, better known to the world as Milk fresh best dress ladies and gentlemen we got a powerful topic for you today before we get into the topic i want to thank the good folks at freshonomic studios thank you guys for getting the sound quality the flyers everything together we thank you for just how you add to what we have going on and also i want to thank the good folks at my home church people's missionary baptist church 78 Butler Street in the lovely city of New Haven, where the pastor is the prolific Bishop Milton E. Brown Sr. Now, let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, if you are looking for a church home and I'm talking about a church home with that down home atmosphere most of all that quality that when you step through that door i'm gonna get past all the other rigmarole but when you step through the door you are considered family and that's the thing about people's missionary baptist church we are a family oriented church i'm talking about when you walk through those doors the first time on the first walk in you are considered family And wherever you go, might see you out in the community. Wherever you go, you are not just a member. You are not just a person, a a church goer. You are considered family, even out in the community when we see each other. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're looking for that church home, come to People's Missionary Baptist Church, 78 Butler Street, lovely city in New Haven, where the pastor is prolific Bishop Milton E. Brown Sr., service starts at 11 a.m. Now, also, I want to thank the good folks at the Fresh Anonymous Clothing Company. You want to step out stylish, you want to step out bold, you want to step out powerful with whatever garment you have on. The Fresh Anonymous Clothing Company has the garments, has the outfits for you, ready, willing, and able. You will be unlike no other when you step into whatever event. Now, if you want to check out anything Freshonomics related, Vintage Soul related, or uh, Milk Fresh related, there are a few places you can check us out. Check us out on my personal Instagram, at Milk Fresh, at M-I-L-T-F-R-E-S-H. There's also Freshonomics by Milk Fresh on Facebook. There's also uh, the, the Milk Fresh Experience, which is my personal blog on Facebook. And last but not least, Freshonomics slash Vintage Soul Radio on Facebook. Follow us on all of those platforms. Now, we have to talk about prayer. Prayer is the key. Prayer changes things. Prayer unlocks the door to whatever is going on. And you might think that things may not get better. And we're going to talk about that. You may think life is at a standstill. But trust me, when you pray, oh, I could spend a few minutes on that. When you pray and you pray without ceasing and when you pray, God goes to work on your behalf. When you pray, things are moving when you don't see them moving. 
life is shifting and you don't even feel the shift. And when we when we talk, oh, let me go there and I'll, I'll I'll take care of that. Just let me pray first. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for this episode of Vintage Soul Radio. We thank you, Lord, for being who you are. And we thank you, Lord, for just giving us strength. We thank you, Lord, for just holding it all together. And we thank you, Lord, for getting ready to catapult us into the next level, Lord. We ask you, Lord, for your grace, your mercy. And no, and most of all, we ask you, Lord, for the go-ahead to keep moving, Lord. And we're asking you, Lord, to have mercy on the land, have mercy on the world. In thy precious name we pray. Amen. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm a little wound up, ladies and gentlemen. Could be God moving. Could have been the coffee I had this morning. Who knows? But what I'm here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm going to expound a little bit on the prayer portion and go into the topic. When we pray, God is getting ready to move on our behalf. Matter of fact, he's already moved before you knew you needed to move. He's already had the inkling and the notion before he even gave you the inkling and the notion. He already knew what you needed before you needed it. He already had the answer before you had the question. He already had the hope before you had the desire. So, ladies and gentlemen, you got to understand that when you pray, pray with the expectancy that you know is going to turn out. Now, we have those people. We have these individuals that feel, hey, if God is not doing it, it's not supposed to be. And there may be those cases, but just about 95% of the time when God drops something on you in your spirit, there is a reason why. Now you can not pursue, give up, give up on it, give up on life, but there is a reason. Now there may be that reason why you don't explore it, but there's a reason why God put that situation on your heart. Now, I'm not going to sit there and act like we sit there and say, well, if it's meant to be, it will be. But if there's that, we talk about it on Vintage Soul Radio and a lot of other people, preachers, teachers, everybody talks about that tugging. There's a tugging on your spirit. When you have that, when you decide to walk away from something and give up on something, walk away from it and each moment it keeps tugging and pulling at you nine times out of ten that's what you need to do that's what you where you need to be now there's also that situation and conversation that keeps you stagnant that keeps you staying is the type of conversation that says i might need to stay here but the difference is and you can understand where this is not god is if it's telling you to stay in something that you know is not good for you. If, if something is telling you, I can't do any better than this, I might need to stay here. That's not of God. I'm not going to say what that is because we don't give credit to what that is. That's a spirit of mediocrity. That's a spirit of, I can't do no better, so this is just it. That's a spirit of, I can't do I can't be, I won't be, they won't be, this won't be, that won't be. Mm, But we're here to talk about a topic, and I'm going to continue with that conversation. Uh, Faith versus fact. Mm, We're going to say that again, faith versus fact. Uh, Probably a while ago, 
we did a topic almost lightweight similar to this. It was called Faith versus Logic, dealing with the idea of trying to rational think our way through things. You do have to think rational. You do have to think decent and in order when you're dealing with things. But I'm not talking about that type of rational. I'm talking about those things that you try to rationalize, logic, logically think, trying to rationalize. It is easy to talk about one plus one equals two, two plus two equals four. But trying to figure out how you can get, how you can feed 5,000, how you can feed multitudes with two fish and five loaves of bread is something that you can't rationalize. 95, there's that portion of individuals that have this problem with the Bible because there are certain miracles that aren't rational. There's some things that aren't rational. And even right now, science is now, there are scientists who are able to try to compute how this could happen, which they're saying and laying claim to that a lot of the things that happened in the Bible were so because they're able to scientifically figure out. But let me tell you, there's some things. Matter of fact, there are all things. There are a lot of things that you can't rationalize with just normal, rational thinking. I'm here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, there are things that God does and he does do and he is doing that you can't rationalize with your own mind, with your own thought. Bible says lean not to your own understanding, because if you tried to understand how can you get blood out of a turnip rationally, that's the conversation. You can't get blood out of a turnip. But if God wants blood to come out of the turnip, the turnip has no choice but to spew out blood. It's not rational. I didn't say it made sense to the to the regular mind, to the average mind, to the average eye. But there's more to what meets the eye was talking to an individual the other day. And we were talking about how pictures, how they say pictures are worth a thousand words. Mm, and, and, and I started talking about this one specific picture and what was coming out of that picture, what was spoken in that picture underneath all of what was going on. A person had said to me, you grabbed all of that and thought about all of that and saw all of that through just one picture? Well, the idea is normally when you're looking at images, there are certain things in the background. There, oh, there's something powerful about that. There's certain things in the background people's facial expressions, whether they're smiling because they're truly happy or they're smiling because the person told them just to say cheese or they're smiling to just get through the day. Mm, there are some pictures, even if I take of myself, where you can see what was going on with me and I can tell you what was happening through the course of the day, not just because I'm the one that experienced it, but because I know the facial expression of what's going on. I'm, I can witness and stand the way I'm standing. Mm, there are things going on. Might take the same picture in front of the same backdrop all the time, but the facial expression says it all. You say, Mill Fresh, what does that have to do with the idea of faith versus fact? Well, it's the same concept. But we live in a society 
where people say facts. And you say something very deep. And the, the next conversation out of that person's mouth to agree with you. And they say facts. Mm, the, that's a new phrase. That's probably the, those not to know. That was a phrase that was a phrase that happened in the last two, three years that people gravitated towards. Facts. Meaning people want to know more about what's going on. Mm, there's individuals that when they talk, they want to hear, well, well, I want to know the facts behind this. There are people who talk about, mm, they, I'm all right with religion, mm, but prove it to me. They have that Thomas conversation. I'm not going to believe that the Savior has risen until I see the nail print in the hand. I'm not going to believe that he's risen until I see it for myself. Mm, ladies and gentlemen, uh, but when, 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 gee, we getting ready on that season to walk into it, it's April and we getting ready to walk into that season. Mm, but when, when, when Jesus showed himself to Thomas, he said, not only can you see it, but I just want you to put your finger in the nail print of where it was that they nailed me in the hand. There's some accounts. He said, I want you to touch my feet for where they nailed. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, where they put the nail in my feet, ladies and gentlemen. But we're talking about facts versus faith. If you've been walking with a person that long in life, you know that it's that person's mission to be risen again. He told you that's what was going to happen. But you want to know the facts behind it. Mm, he said when, when they came to the place where he lay, they rolled the stone away. They rolled the stone away. Or the stone was already rolled away. And I'm getting ready to get into that conversation in a minute. And he wasn't there. Had guards laying there all night and they figured somebody had to have taken his body. But it was already written. It was already foretold. He even told you that I must go to prepare a place for you. And if I go away, to, I will come again and I will receive you unto myself. But the issue, ladies and gentlemen, is we got to rely a lot on this faith. Because a lot of the facts that we're seeing, I'm not even going to say are starting not to make sense. The facts sometimes don't make sense. Mm, these facts, these charts, we talk about this a lot. These figures, matter of fact, a lot of our own experience has been clouded in someone else's misfortune. A lot of the things we've gone through have been clouded in past generations worth of problems and we throw them on each other. And this is why they talk about a lot of times generation breakers or ge breaking generational curses, because if we don't break what's going on, if you don't break, we talk, people are talking about breaking the curse of, of poverty breaking the curse of sickness, breaking the curse 
of pain. Just because you have pain doesn't mean we have to live in pain and disease the rest of our lives. Just because you have sickness doesn't mean you got to live and the next generation has to live with hypertension and sickness for the rest of their lives. Just because everybody may be going doesn't mean you have to. And God gives you that. And I'll say that's from experience. Situation I had been going through. On the backside, coming up of last year, around this time. And I asked God, why? Why do does it have to be this way? Why does it have to be like this? The voice, I can hear it plain as day. Say it doesn't have to. The choice is yours. I was the only person in the room at that time. You don't have to. Now you can sit there and feel that it has to be that way because it's been that way. That because with age comes pain and comes this and comes that. But if you subscribe to that, you don't have to. You don't have to subscribe to that. You may think that because life is the way it is, you can only get but so far. But that's if you feel like it has to stay that way. If God placed it on your heart that you are going to go further than anybody in your neighborhood, in your atmosphere, in the place that you live, in your city, maybe in your region, then you have no choice but to go as far as God tells you to. And that is is to the moon. It is to the moon. Can nobody stop it. Facts. Well, 95% of the people in my geographical area have never excelled past this. And so because the 95% of the people in that geographical area haven't, I won't neither. No, I'm not going to say that. Let me flip that. You won't, they won't, or whoever it is who believes in that mumbo jumbo won't move past it. Mm, But if you serve a God that can do not half of the things, not two quarters of, not three quarters of can do all things. Somebody say all things. It has to move. That means whatever molecules that we live in or around us have to move. That means whatever person that is in the way of progress that doesn't need to be in the way has to move. They may move to Iowa. You look up and that person has been standing in the way for the longest, been there for the longest moves out of the way and says, I'm going somewhere else. We're not even going to say that that person falls off. No, we don't want that for anybody. But that person may get a job somewhere else. There's a vacancy and you move into that situation. But I'm talking about faith versus fact. Fact is, people will say you can't do anything in this society without a degree. Some sort of degree. But yet and still, there are many people, there are many people who have many positions in life, moving through in life, and haven't yet touched a classroom other than a high school, 
other than high school. There's some people who have GEDs. That ladies and gentlemen, somehow, some way, they've exceeded what the expectation is of their background. If you ask them at that moment in time when they were struggling, or even if they thought they were struggling, some people were going through, didn't even know they were going through until they saw people and heard people talking. And they were talking to people with limited, limited mind states. You talk to somebody with limited mind state, they'll tell you, you know, such and such and such, and this was going on. But we didn't think, or someone will say, or those people, individuals, say, I, we were going through that, but we didn't think we were poor. We were going through X, Y, and Z. We just thought that was life. We didn't think we were going through, and we didn't think we were, or so-and-so didn't think that they were going through poverty. They were just living life. You don't know that until you start talking to a limited person in, that has a job or they're in a position, and that limited person is reading off charts and figures and graphs, and they're sitting in some classroom telling you this, that, and haven't experienced life, and they've experienced through the through, through the educational field. Mm, but I'm here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, hold fast to your faith. Hold fast to what God can do. God can do anything but fail. God can move mountains. God can do things in your life and move things around. And then you try to figure out how did you get there? How did we get here? I know we made it here, but I just don't know. Don't let the facts keep you from being your greatest self and your best self and living life at your greatest potential. Hmm, if you let, if you let it, the information that's in some of these books and on the internet will keep you just sitting and not doing, not being, not feeling you could do. But it's only in God. It's something about the miracles in the Bible. It's something about God raising, Jesus raising, Jesus raising people from the dead. And it's something about Jesus on his mission, casting out, healing. And there are those people in those moments and the families of those people saying they still don't believe. And they're only looking at it for what it's worth on the surface. Mary Martha Two women who were the best of friends with Jesus Christ sent word that Lazarus had died, their brother. Because Jesus took his time getting there because he knew what was getting ready to happen. But the problem is they didn't believe. And they're looking at it on their turn that Jesus is taking his time and we're in a crunch time situation. And Lazarus has died, had the funeral and they buried. I don't even like talking about death. I'm about life, but this is what it is. But out of this, and they finally meet up with him and they say, Lord, if you were here, our brother wouldn't have died. And Jesus is sad for them because they don't see the vision. They don't see 
that at any moment, what I'm getting ready to do, I'm getting ready to call forth your brother. And it's not over. It's not over. That portion, I love this portion because this is where preachers often love to say Jesus had to call Lazarus by name because if he would have said, come forth, all, all that were buried would have come out at the sound of come forth. Even though we serve an intentional God. (laughs) We serve an intentional God. And when you speak and when Jesus is talking to you, he's speaking to you, you know who you are. So with that intention, He's calling forth Lazarus. Lazarus came forth and lived a few more years, depending how far you want to go into that context. But you just have to know, ladies and gentlemen, the time is already up. And we have to rely on our faith. History is good. Facts are good when you want to prove some things to some people. But understand, these facts, these figures, and even our own experience, ladies and gentlemen, have some flaws in them, have some control variables, have some issues in them. Every historical issue that has gone on has some serious problems that made some flawed situations. But you want to know what isn't flawed? The love of Christ. And we have a chance right now to break every single situation through him. And it doesn't have to be that way anymore. Mm, Just journey with me in prayer. I'm, I'm done. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this episode of Vintage Soul Radio. And we ask you, Lord, to increase our faith, to increase, Lord, our walk with you to increase the mind state that we have that we can do not some things but all things and that we serve a God that is not limited to just one portion one part Lord we thank you and we ask you Lord to move those mountains that be set us and that stand in our way and we ask you Lord to heal what needs to be healed and we ask you Lord to remove the situations, negativity, uh, thought processes, Lord, that keep us stagnant, Lord, and keep showing the masses that out of great tragedy can come great triumph, Lord. In thy name we pray. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Milk Fresh Best Dress. You have been listening to Vintage Soul Radio. God bless. Have a wonderful week.